These Amazing Places podcast. This is show number 81 for the week of November 9th, 2009. This is Adam, and here's Doug, and we're back in the studio this week. Hi, everybody. Uh, let's see here. I've got contact information, and I'm going to start off with uh, voicemail, which is 641-715-3900-53056 is the extension. You can also reach us at podcast at theseamazingplaces.com. You can go to the website at theseamazingplaces.com, go to the contact page, and fill out some information and get that over to us. You can also keep up with us on uh, Twitter, and we have people joining, it seems like, all the time. Uh, we're not one of those Twitter areas that we're just after numbers trying to build up into the thousands. So uh, we don't have a big count of people following us, but the ones that we do have on there are quality uh, as far as travel, as far as getting information from. Uh, so check us out there. Uh, let's see, you can also catch up with us on YouTube and contact us even through that. And let's see, I think there's one other thing here that I'm quite possibly Flickr. forgetting. Flickr. There yeah. we go. And you can join up with our group on Flickr and throw your pictures in there. Show us where you've been and take a look at what we've got. All of our pictures are uh, open to the public, which means that too you can go in and download them and use them as you wish. And that is it for contact information. Okay, so as I said, we're back in the studio. Hopefully you enjoyed last week's episode of us just kind of being live out on the haunted ship. It was quite a fun time, but it's good to be back in the studio. Unfortunately, today's an even more beautiful day around here, so we're stuck inside. But that's okay. On this week's show, we thought, hey, it's a nice day. We've got a lot of audio from Disney. Let's get back into Disney. So there actually are quite some a few news items to cover from uh, Disney that we're going to talk about, along with some other travel news segments. Uh, so you'll hear about that. And one of the main parts of the show that we're going to have with some audio is the Main Street Philharmonic uh, Band. And they're just a brass band with some percussion. Uh, and we're also going to talk about the Starlight Cafe that's, of course, all in the Magic Kingdom. So stick with us. Have fun. Sit back. Enjoy. And... Have fun. In my travels, I like to drive. Headed toward the sunset in my ride. Switch the speakers to stereo mode. Traveling down the road. Okay. I hope everybody's having a lot of fun, as Adam <laughs> told you twice there. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is the travel segment, and so I'm going to start off here with a little bit of non-Disney-related stuff. Uh, first, there's a uh, Lowe's, L-O-E-W-S, Miami Beach Hotel. You can get an ocean view room at a great rate, which is $199 a night. That's ocean view in Miami, so sounds like a pretty good deal. I did look up. Uh, the hotel online is really nice looking. Cool. So uh, had concierge service. It was actually, you know, it felt like it had a pretty uh, upper class uh -huh. kind of type of uh, stay there. Okay. So it looks nice. Also, United Airlines, 
uh, has announced U.S. and Canada a U.S. and Canada fair sale for the holidays, which is kind of surprising. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I know that a lot of them had cut uh, as far as seats and stuff, but maybe they're just not selling that well still. Anyway, but on this, you must book by November the 12th to travel between November 19th by November the 12th to travel uh, b- between November 19th to January 4th of 2010. Okay. Okay. Let's get on with some uh, some, some Disney, Disney. related okay. stuff. Do you want to talk about the Oasis first? Uh, let's just yeah, as a yeah, transition. Let's do the Oasis. Okay, that's fine. So we we spoke about the Oasis. I wanted to bring this up because I actually looked up pictures. Uh, for those of you that may not have listened to our show when we talked about it, the Oasis is the new. Um, uh, what's the Royal cruise line? Caribbean. Royal Caribbean's cruise line. It's supposed to be the largest cruise ship. Oh, definitely in the world. Eight thousand people. It's basically six thousand passengers. Wow, and uh, two thousand, yeah. roughly two thousand shipmates. Okay, uh, so anyway, huge, huge, huge. You mentioned a lot of the. Yeah. Basically, they launched it, and you can book it now. And I think it's starting. There's December. some YouTube video out there too of the launch. In yeah. case anybody's interested. Pictures that's what are I slowly say. beginning to leak out. I wanted to see pictures of uh, the Central Park region of it. Those are starting to leak out. Uh, it's not as fascinating as I thought, but it's mm-hmm. still pretty neat. There's some restaurants and stuff that they've showed. Uh, uh, the facades of and stuff right off of the Central Park area. Yeah. And look pretty cool. And I wanted to mention that, too. And the, basically, the way the Central Park is built, the rooms are kind of, like, stacked high. So, basically, once you get into the middle of the ship, you can look, and you're on the top deck, you can look down into the park. From, like, your balcony from, from the, your room. Yeah, from your balcony into the right. room. And plus, if you're on the top Which deck, you can Which actually makes, though, standard... Yeah style rooms a little nicer exactly if you don't get the ocean view you still get a cool view of down in and yeah. you see central park and, and I, I forget what those are called is that i think it's state room state when room. it's inside where you don't have windows you normally don't have stuff but anyway yeah so that's kind of cool but i also saw pictures of the outside of it and it just amazed me at how you could just tell like how many rooms were in just by looking at the outside of the boat it just looks so compact but in but it's a big long distant shot of what I saw. There's some people that had some flicker shots of it. They're actually some construction photos, which right. I was surprised to see yep. of I Central just Park. I it, but it won't be completed. They have like 13,000 plants and stuff that will be put onto it, but that's not going to be done until it arrives oh, in okay. Fort Lauderdale. So, so we haven't even seen, seen right, completed right. stuff. So okay. I think there's still a lot. I don't want to pass judgment on any of that yet. I still think it's going to look really cool yeah. when it's done. Hey, if anybody's going to get on it or, and check it out, let us know. We'd definitely like to hear about it and uh, see what, see how it was like. I've never been on Royal Caribbean. I've done Carnival. But right. uh, but anyway, okay, another more cruise news. Okay, and so it. this is going to be Disney-related. Disney is uh, has uh, started selling tickets, well, passage to uh, onto their newest ship called the Dream, mm-hmm. Disney Dream. Uh, some things that it's got is it's a lot larger. I think it's a third larger than their biggest ship. Uh, it will sail the Caribbean routes. They've expanded Castaway Key, which is their island, because of the size of this ship. It has, I think it was four swimming pools on it, a lot more uh, dining area, uh, a lot more shows, places to do those kind of things. It has a area called, now I'm going to forget some of these names. Anyway, a lot of children to teen oriented clubs and things like that for them to do while they're on the ship. Kind of neat. I thought it looked you know, pretty neat stuff. Uh, let's see here. They did eliminate. Um, they used to have, uh, and they still do on their other ships, rooms that can hold up to eight people. 
in a room so it would work nice for a larger party of people to split the room on this ship though the rooms only go up to a size a party size of five so uh before i forget though they do have and a lot of people 150 rooms on this ship are considered to be state rooms and in those state rooms yeah, since you don't really have a view that. yeah you know i'll let you talk about this then you have what's called the virtual porthole portal and so you've already heard, heard yeah, about this so yeah well we both had listened and talked about it a lot throughout the week but anyway the porthole is a digital screen and so basically you know inside state rooms you don't get to see the ocean well they've developed a digital view of i guess this might even it's be still the outside it's it's yeah. the outside view but it's a digital overlay of you might see nemo float by or you right. might see this starfish like and suck if, onto your but window if it's raining or, outside and you look at your view through the portal it it'll will be show raining rain there. yeah nighttime daytime sun yeah it's different things it's like cool. that and it's just the technology of the imagineers at work that yep. truly this porthole sounds like it's amazing and Another word, and um, it's a, it's kind of neat though because it's a draw to a stateroom, and most people, yeah, and you won't get this it, if you go in if you pay for more the the more expensive like veranda type room right. or the suites and things like that. So, so of course it's Disney Cruise, so it's like uh, Disney always does you know something to plus it, right? Um, but I also we didn't look at prices yet. Um, well, actually, yeah, I haven't. They just started selling tickets on this past Monday. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I don't, well, I don't know. Yeah, I was just going to say that, but I do know that it's uh, three days, four days, and five day cruises, but they're not, in other words, it's not a three day, and then there's a four day after that. Well, and they're booking it's, right now for the inauguration cruise. Right. Which, which is $400 deposit per person, and that is a non refunded deposit. And it's so. a four day cruise, and I think that is January? Is that? Yeah, I believe. January is the inauguration yeah. cruise, but you don't have to obviously get the inauguration cruise. You can, you can, it's a, full-fledged ship that will be out for uh, normal cruising but um anyway it's just something cool because they now are they got bigger ships more ships and more availabilities yep. and and then ships going to alaska and ships going to europe i don't know if they're already in europe but they'll have ships though and going more places because now they have more more ships yep. um also along with that you can get packages where you're in the park and then on the cruise right so it's Land not necessarily yeah yeah and uh when we were there and you probably remember there's those um the buses that were taking you and you could always tell which ones were from the cruise line or going to the cruise line because right. they have porthole windows which is kind of like the disney feel of everything and yep. so along that lines we have some park news that we want to talk about uh let's let's first talk about uh the 180 day uh extension basically this is in response to Disney had at one point narrowed down the window to make reservations for your dining, dining plans dining reservations. Yeah, within right. 90 days. Well, apparently, whether people didn't like that or the system got too crammed with everyone trying to make their 90 day on their 90th day, now they've extended it back to 180 days, and that is now official. So, anytime from now on, if you're within 180 days of your park visit from now on, you can def definitely book, and that will definitely clean things up. I remember when I we think, went, yeah, it, was, it was you had to like get right on the hour almost yep. to get into the. Well, and even then, I mean, I read stories about people trying at three o'clock in the morning, and it was yeah. slammed. So yeah. yeah. So anyway, that'll fun. definitely help things smooth out a little bit. You'll be able to get some of the restaurants that are more popular and the ones you want. Um, along those lines, there's another restaurant. Go ahead and talk about it in the Hollywood okay, yeah. Studios. Uh, Prime time. Yep. 
uh, dine, dine in, primetime dine in. It's a popular restaurant there. Uh, it's the 50s, 50s primetime. They, after January 1, 2010, will no longer be serving lunch there, which I think is a huge bummer. That's in Hollywood Studios. I think that with seeing that, it's a huge decline in the food availability for um, for the dining plan. Yeah. And I like the restaurant, so I, I guess, but they know what they're doing. Maybe they just weren't getting the crowd uh, that they wanted into the restaurant. And so whatever, you close it down. As far as I know, their menu is not really going to change. So yeah. uh, I just heard that, and I heard a lot of disappointment in that. So At least wanted to announce that. That way, if you're going and you plan on going, dinner's the only availability. But but again, 180 days is nice. You can book it ahead of time and not, right. not have to worry about cramming. I remember when we, we wouldn't plan our lunches out because those were quick service normally. But sometimes when we went for the space shuttle, we had to like shift our schedule around because we had plans at night to be reserve, reserved to go to dinner while the space shuttle was at night so we couldn't exactly go do a sit down at night we had to do it at lunch anyway all that to say if we booked it at this place it wouldn't work out so all right do you have anything else for travel I think that is it for the travel segment okay well thanks and we'll be back in a short bit after this break Okay, everybody, we're back, and we want to talk just a little bit here about uh, uh, actually talk and play some Starlight Cafe. It's in Tomorrowland, uh, and we want to play some audio of an uh, entertainer that's in there. He's actually an animatronic, and yep. his name is... Sunny Eclipse. Yeah, and I just now, you know, it's funny because I've been to the park so many times, but and I've heard about him, but I've never even stopped in to just see him. It's usually very crowded in there, mm-hmm. except for when you're there at <laughs> midnight like Adam and him were. But um, I, I guess I had just always pictured him as different in my head, and Adam just showed me a picture of him, and he reminded me of Alf yeah. from the uh, 80s thing. But I guess Starlight's probably been there since the 80s, so maybe they designed him a little bit from that. He, it's. I just thought of it. That, that cafe is kind of roughly in the transition into Tomorrowland, right. and so it's like... Well, is it in Tomorrowland? Well, see, it's right it's out... it's right across from the race, Tomorrowland it's right, racetrack, right? Exactly, or, but the kind of the Tomorrowland racetrack is like bleeding into Tomorrowland, yeah. kind of, and so, yeah. And the entrance, there is an entrance to the Starlight Cafe right behind the castle. Basically, you walk right. out of the castle, walk down the path, there's like a little story time for Bell area where there's a little, like not an amphitheater, but like a 15-seat little place but anyway you go right into there and right there's an entrance and it, it actually we use it as a cut through to get over yeah. to Tomorrowland yep that's what often I did. but uh anyway that's what we were doing here some friends of ours needed to get some food it was four till midnight I was I'm mentioning it in the mm-hmm. audio I don't know if I'll play that much but anyway I captured some audio of Sunny Eclipse Sunny performing Eclipse singing and, and uh, this is not what you would expect in Tomorrowland no the music it's like the Tomorrowland Lounge or something. Yeah. So anyway. Well. Yeah. I, I've heard the music and just never seen him, so it kind of freaked me out when I saw him. Yeah, but this is, I wanted to say, this is one of those things that it's like, it's not a hidden secret, but it's like one of those things that if you've never eaten at the Starlight Cafe, just walk through and go check this guy out because it's kind of cool, animatronic, to see the movements, hear the music, and uh, I'm sure when there are people there, it's pretty loud and whatever, but... Obviously, we were there and no one there. And if you're going to use it as a cut through like we did, just kind of peer over there and see if he's over there playing yeah. and doing stuff. Yeah, check him out. Um, so anyway, 
Well, all right. That is, uh, we're going to play a little bit of audio here now so you can hear him. Okay. And then we're going to move on after that up to Main Street. Further ado, here's some musical food you can taste with you. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Outer space, including the <laughs> Okay, Adam and I were discussing a little bit about uh, uh, Main Street and some of the things, and some of the things that came up on it, and then we also had I had some audio of uh, of a band. They would be more uh, kind of like the music that you hear a lot if you listen to Disneyland audio and Port Orleans and stuff. It's kind of like a big band sound. Anyway, uh, their their name is the uh, Disney World uh, Philharmonic, I believe that's what it's Main is. Street Philharmonic. Main Street, thank yeah. you, Main Street. Yeah. yeah. And anyway, we are going to just start off from the hub, and the reason why. You know, we kind of wanted to start at this point was something that occurred to me that I guess I think about, but I don't. But that is the trolley tracks. First of all, I can't remember the last time I really saw the trolley or paid any attention. Maybe it's gone by me and I just kind of blew it off. Yeah. But uh, my son's wheelchair wheels always get caught in this stinking trolley tracks. Uh-huh. And so I'm always having to angle the wheels to get around that. Anyway, so that kind of brought up the me saying to Adam, when's the last time you saw the trolley yeah and yeah so, and, and lo and behold when we walked out just recently on our last trip we walked out of the main street bakery and right there was a trolley i mean that's the last time i saw it so i knew i know they're regularly running but right. uh, but of course they're pulled by horses so it's not like an electric thing or anything but it's back to the almost like the tradition of kind of it's that era of what main street is geared toward so yeah, which is yeah supposed to be the 1930s it's yeah, mm-hmm. it's like thirties, twenties, thirties, forties era. Right. Kind of even there are instances of it's kind of bleeding over from the eighteen nineties. Kind of if you if you look around there at certain things like, of course, horse and buggy and stuff. You know the car. Right. The car was around nineteen twenty, right? Was that right? I think yeah, Ford invented the car in twenty, and so you're thinking, well, and uh, not everyone had cars back then, but. Just in that era, that's still the transition of where these trolleys and horses and buggies. And then you can even see, like, I think throughout Main Street, there are little poles with uh, hitches for yeah, your you're right. the horses for to you're be on. To hitch up your horse. Mm-hmm. You're right. But uh, anyway, that. that's what Main Street's focused on here in Disney World. And at, obviously, Disneyland started it. Disney World's Main Street's a little bit different. But for the most part, you know, you've got it's a bigger one. You've got some neat options. So uh, the trolley, you guys would basically in your audio that we're about to we're going to play here eventually. You're walking out, and so yeah, we were walking out of the park. And so we you caught the Main Street Philharmonic at the end. Let's yeah. let's talk about a couple of the things you might run into before you get to them on the way out. Um, one of those that's right there towards the hub area at Casey's Corner. We've mentioned Casey's Corner before. Good hot dogs and stuff. There's a piano player that plays outside there and. Almost every time I've seen video or heard, those guys are just outstanding. Like yeah. they play so like a well. Lot of it's like a, a how do I describe it? It's that thir- you know twenties thirties music, but it's like 
Ragtime piano? Ragtime. That's, yeah. I was going to say honky tonk piano. Yeah. It's like the burn. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I started playing Barnum and Bailey's music there. Well, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> but anyway, um, that's uh, some just some piano music. I wish we had some recording of it. We could play that too. But uh, you'll run into that. And um, there are other things. In, uh, this Main is, Street Bakery, which we've talked about before. You're going to come up on that. Yeah, you will yum, eventually. Yum. It'll be on your left. Um, I do want to back up a little bit. The reason I say these things is because this is one of those. Uh, we did a show about... Epcot Entertainment, where you can just walk around World Showcase and just find these players. Well, this is Main Street, the same kind of a thing that you're going to find in Main Street, except it's geared towards the Main Street crowd. And With, like, the Dapper Dans? Yeah, like yes. Dapper Dans. Which um, is, a, in case somebody doesn't know, it's like an acapella group of men. Four or five, usually, of them. Usually four. At a time, mm-hmm. and they're like a barbershop quartet, mm-hmm. well, which would mean four. Four, right. But, yeah, so, and they're usually dressed in the stripes, like a barbershop. And typically, they're actually over when on your way out of the when you're getting ready to leave. You go to the right, um, and then there's the barber shop where you can actually get your haircut in. Yes, yeah, in you're right. Disney World, and they're obviously barber shop quartet. Well, they're at the barber, so you can uh, see them standing outside often. Uh, hear them singing. Um, but anyway, there are also amongst some Main Street crowds that you may interact with that are not music. There's the mayor. And you'll you'll hear. Something I in fact, all about. I'm gonna put this on Flickr. We saw him coming out. He was in the Main Street Bakery when we were there. I snapped a quick picture a couple times, and I tried to get a good one. He was looking at me weird because he probably didn't know I was taking this picture or whatever. So he was a lot happier than that. But he has the mayor pin on, and you'll see his outfit. But there are also citizens that you can run into as well, and I don't remember the names of them. But it's just an interesting, unique play on like when you enter the world of disney you actually do get to interact with and be in this world that you are in main street and the era and just yep and and it does it goes along with that whole it's like a real feel. town mm-hmm. it's like you're in town square and it's all happening exactly and it, and you can even ask them they'll play along with it you know like uh i don't know Say, oh, have you heard that, uh, you know, they're building this? And, you know, maybe the mayor will start talking about something about, oh, yeah, just last week this gentleman came to me and he may come up with this grand story that they've been. That's what you, they were heard, And this cool. stuff like that That's is the stuff like, we need to get audio of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah ask him some ridiculous question. Like, yeah, I heard the trolley caught fire last week. <laughs> yeah, and there is a fire engine there, right there yeah. in the in the town too. So you know, we got to come up with a list of questions so the next time we, we see should. him, we can ask him. That would be awesome. Ask I would him love it. Some funny, funny questions. It would give us a real live example of what, exactly what we're talking about yeah. and how you don't even need to even touch an attraction. We'll tell him we're we're from the these amazing places reporting team <laughs> <laughs> here to get the story, the That's big story true. on Main Street. That would be hilarious. But uh, anyway. Um, I guess that's yeah. I put the mayor, town citizens, horses, trolleys, and the piano player in Casey's care. And then okay, uh, so then we continue on up the street. Yeah, and we'll head into where, to where basically you're gonna come up into where City Hall is at. Is that correct? Um, I think City Hall's on the right when yeah. you're leaving, which is on the corner. Right, but, but then it also is over by the back of the train station. Yeah, in the, that general area. That whole thing is the train station. Yeah, There's, which is where I ran into Connor and I ran into the Philharmonic. Yeah, was playing in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, this, I, you know, of course expect for the musicians to be great at, uh, always at Disney. Yeah. But these guys were exceptional. Mm-hmm. And so at first I thought, yeah, yeah, this is pretty good and everything. And, but as I listened to them more and more, I was blown away. 
uh, just their ability to play that style of music, and with the musicianship, with the with the instruments that they had, the amount of sound and stuff that they were able to make, mm-hmm. and it was hot. I mean, it was really it was ninety three out, I think. Yeah. When we were there, and these and guys still... played like it was a spring mm-hmm. day. Yeah. I mean, they pushed it so hard. Yeah. And this was near the. I mean, it was later on in the day, so I don't know how many shows they had done up until that point. But mm-hmm. I was shocked yeah. by the the amount of commitment that they had to what what they were doing. Let me talk to that in reference because I I'm a trumpet player. I've been in bands since fifth grade. I've been to the. I've seen straight up right in front of my face this huge college marching band that is. Well, we're close to Ohio State, and that band is incredible. They march. They sound incredible. I've been to the competitions where they're marching on the field and you just get this wall of sound when you just hear them. And of course, it's not amplified. It's just whatever instruments are coming playing. These guys, they, they, are, they are the top-notch players of these huge bands that I've seen, basically. And I'm not saying, I'm not slamming other entertainment places in Disney, but I would say that this band and what they how they played are they're a notch above everyone else. I mean, you can go see Off Kilter, you can go see these other bands over in Epcot, but those guys are really just mediocre compared to what the players are. Um, you can tell right away the trumpet player, the lead trumpet player, yeah. he hits this squealy note right at the beginning of this audio clip that we're going to play and I just know right there it's just holy they, cow. They talked too and they were funny. I mean, they had little uh, quirky things to say. Oh. In between, uh-huh. which kind of blew me away too. So, well, you know, it's about that whole Disney feel. It's not just to perform, but it's to to create that atmosphere. And and uh, also, I think they're dressed in like marching band uniforms. Oh yeah, yeah, they yeah were. So they're like yeah, long, long sleeves, sleeves and, the, and hats. Hot. And I just yeah, I thought you've got to. be We do have me. pictures of them. I have a side shot from. That I'll put up on Flickr. I, do you have a front shot of them? No, it no. Was, you look very okay. hard. Man. Yeah, but it was also very hard to try to get a front shot of them because people crowded, and I was actually standing off kind of to one side, mm-hmm. and okay. people were crowded on the walk, uh, and they played almost butted right up next to the curb in the street. Yeah, and the little turnaround there, and so you couldn't. Yeah, yeah. I could. There's no way I could hardly get a uh, straight from the front shot. Yeah. So anyway, uh, do you have anything more you want to say about it? No, or? other than the fact uh, that I I hope people are, uh, if you haven't heard them before, I hope you're shocked by how good the quality of the music is. This is this is audio and clips of, of sound of music that I could listen to over and over. Yeah. So check this out. All right. Enjoy. Hold up here for a minute. We'll record some of this. Main Street Philharmonic. You want to get a picture? Yeah. You get it? I'm going to get one. Go ahead,
Those are good. Main yeah. Street. Philharmonic. Oh, Philharmonics. You're right. Okay. Hopefully you enjoyed it and you get a feel for if you've never seen them what how good they really are. It's exceptional. Yeah, I really do think it's exceptional music. So uh, and so yeah, I don't want to jabber on a lot about them. I think the music speaks for itself. Even if you're not into that style of music, you have to admit that they sound incredible. Anyway. I was just discussing off mic too to Adam about uh, I really like when we can get together these kind of shows because it takes you kind of through the audio adventure. Uh, a little bit of what's going on when we're in the parks and so that kind of you know takes you through different times well different times of different groups too the first audio uh, clip that you heard of starlight was when adam was actually there right the second one was when connor and i were there this is months apart but it still captures the essence of the park and the things that are going on when you're there so if you haven't been there i hope this helps if you have i hope it kind of brings back 
Brings back memories. Yeah, and I think, again, it. I don't want to slam the point, and we don't talk about it a lot, but once again, you can step into a Disney park, not set foot on one attraction and be entertained. Yeah. And that's what Disney's about, and that's and there and beyond. There are so many things even beyond the entertainment, beyond the attractions that we we've talked about before. The Main Street windows, all the different things you can find, the little nooks and crannies, the hidden things that are spaced between you know whatever the lands, how the lands transition in Magic Kingdom, all the parks. Um, but hopefully, this again paints that picture that man, the entertainment at Disney's great. Uh, it's just amazing place to kind of walk in. And well, if you allow yourself when you go in there, you, you tr- truly will be transcended into another place. Definitely. And it's, you know, it's got a little bit of everything for everybody. Connor proved that. He's not into, like, the extreme thrill rides, but, man, we had a good time. And surprisingly, because I had discounted, and I'll tell people right off the bat, I had discounted when I went on this last trip, Magic Kingdom. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Connor and I headed into Magic Kingdom. Uh, I think it was on Extra Magic Hours. Anyway, it was early in the morning the first time, and I just remember seeing maybe one, two o'clock roll around and think, you know what? We have had an absolute blast Mm -hmm. here today, and it was unexpected, but welcomed. So, yeah, yeah, don't put expectations on your trip. Just go in and have a blast. Yeah, definitely not. Man, go with it. Don't worry about the crap that's going on in your life outside of the parks, and just just go in there and enjoy enjoy your time. And in my mind, that's what a vacation's about. Yeah, getting it's that hard break. to do that though. Oh yeah. And but you know sometimes if you just and I truly was drugged by my feet that day into just enjoying the day. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I just let it happen, it was amazing how all of a sudden the day was over. Yeah. And we'd had a blast. So yeah. I hope everybody else can experience if not a lot of that at least a little for some some little spot in their life to where they you know when you spend the money and you're there and hopefully they can just be able to enjoy it and so that kind of transitions as we end our show here again that is why we started the show and why we started the podcast yeah we don't make any money off it but we wanted to just bring this out so that people can hear it and get a feel for hey uh, we, that's what our, if we were to have a mission statement, it would be that, that we just think the vacations bring that to us in our lives. And the, it's just something that we can hopefully give everybody kind of a feel. And also in your planning for vacations, hopefully it gives you an idea of what to look for and how to plan best so that when you actually are on your vacation, you're not still worried about all those right. average everyday things or work related things that, and you can just kind of, you know, relax and enjoy your your vacation so okay well thanks for listening we'll be back again next week of course uh we'll be back on a regular schedule i know last week we had some live stuff and we wanted to do a halloween special so we skipped the monday release but uh we'll be back again we've got a couple of things planned we've got some christmas things we're thinking about in the future um we're gonna do one more show on new york well actually two more here in the next three months uh we're also looking ahead this is show 81 we're looking into our show 100. We're thinking, well, we haven't really brainstormed yet, but we're going to do something special probably. If you think of anything that you want us to That's put into it. That's what I was it, just going to say. Uh, we're welcoming say, your ideas. Even if you listen to this show late, we've we've given you 19 shows ahead of time to give us some 
leeway. If you want to send us any pictures, send us any ideas, send us. Hey, if you would like to be on the show, maybe if you we would can like work to be something the, out. That would be cool so. to get. I don't know, just some something fun for the All show. All three 100. listeners, we would like to hear from you. <laughs> All three. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, anyway, <laughs> just wanted to throw that in there because um, hey, we're we're just doing this for fun and it, it's enjoyable. And show 100, that's I don't know, it's a landmark that yeah, I I think it's going to be fun. I, I want to have fun with that one. I don't know if I ever so. thought we'd ever have enough audio to fill no. that much, but here it is. Yeah. We've got enough to last. We're steam along here so <laughs> it's kind of our fun. blathering goes on and on and on <laughs> wow anyway well on that note it's an enjoyable day here in ohio i hope that wherever you're at it's at least an enjoyable day even if it's random for you hopefully you've enjoyed our our show this week and catch us as we go into the holiday season yeah we definitely have some good things planned beyond disney and i think you'll enjoy those as well and hopefully it'll get you into the holiday cheer so. okay everybody We'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening. See ya. This podcast has been brought to you by theseamazingplaces.com. All rights reserved. This podcast may not be rebroadcast, edited, tweaked, stolen, pitch shifted, published, rewritten, redistributed, or otherwise changed for any reason without prior consent from theseamazingplaces.com. Unless, of course, you don't have an iPod to take with you and you need to burn a CD. After all, These Amazing Places is a 100% nonprofit podcast for anyone who wants to listen. Copyright 2008, 2009, and beyond. Till midnight. What is it? Four till midnight. Okay.